Hello and welcome to Zach's Corner, that other show from the pod people, with your third favorite host, Zach. Um, so this week I was uh, trying to figure out what to do for you guys and uh, like everybody else I got on that uh, hot new Disney Plus, this is not a corporate show, um, <laughs> just these are the facts. And I found a movie that I've always wanted to watch. Tron, Jeff Bridges, you know. The 82 one, not the new one. The new one I saw when it was in theaters. When I was in high school, even though now that movie's like 10 years old, so it's not really the new one. <laughs> but yes, this is the original Tron. And I love Tron Legacy so much. I was like, I gotta find Tron someday. And that someday was today. This is uh, when I got to it, and... Uh, here we are, we got Tron for you guys, and you know, this movie's pretty awesome. I was a big fan. Um, so, yeah, I think you guys will enjoy this one. Yeah, alright, let's get into our fun facts. Uh, it was released July 9th, 1982. It had a budget of $17 and it grossed $33 million. So, I mean, like, it did alright. Probably not as big as the mouse wants it to do, because you know them. But this movie's like crazy, just the effects and everything. Considering it's 82, it's like, holy shit, they pulled off some really, really cool stuff. Like, this whole movie looks really, really cool. Because, you know, it takes place inside of the computer, right? And so, you know, you got like whatever a computer might look like. And then, but I don't know. It just looks really, really cool. I like the movie a lot, and it's a cool plot, it's like a simple plot, right, super easy to get through. I'm half tempted to do this uh, review like I did Jojo Rabbit, just because I'm tired and because I'm crunched for time. <laughs> Let's be honest, you know, life's, life gets in the way, right? Uh, but anyway, so Tron was directed by Steven Lisberger. And, uh, you know, he didn't do a lot of stuff. I looked him up on IMDb, and he's got, like, five credits. And the only other movie I had seen by him was Hot Pursuit, which is a John Cusack movie. And to know Zach is to know that I love John Cusack. So if Cusack's done a movie, I've probably seen it. He's my guy. <laughs> so that's who we got. That's who we're looking at as our director. He wrote it and directed it. And, uh, yeah. And then I was also on IMDb, and I found out Tron 3 has been announced, so that's kind of awesome. I didn't know that was even coming, so bonuses, right? <laughs> Alright, without further ado, let's get into Tron. So, we start off, and we're at uh, Flynn's Arcade. And uh, there's this game, it's called uh, Space Paranoids, and there's like different options on the game like you can play different games within this game so it's like a game within games right and uh, there's people playing this light cycle game which is awesome so there's like these light like you got motorcycles essentially right but they're light cycles and they're on a grid and as they drive a wall builds behind them and so the object of the game is to get the other person to crash into the wall that you make so that's what we're looking at and then we go inside of the game now, and this is taking in place. And we meet our bad guys, which is the master controller program, and he's like the big bad of the movie. Uh, he's uh, 
he's controls the the game the system like everything that goes on in the computer world is controlled by the master controller and they call him mcp for short and we meet our bad guy henchman number one uh which is sark and uh he's he's he, yeah he's our bad guy <laughs> and then uh, you know we find out like the programs inside of the game they're like real people right they're they're just programs and they're controlled by the user and so they look at the user like it's some form of like almost religion like that's what they kind of point out in the thing right like they do everything for the user and they hope that the user can you know help them and keep them from getting beaten by the you know bad guys you know the mc the mcps right which is like the master controller's henchman and the color differences here are like the bad guys are like in red and the good guys are like in blue so just normal run-of-the-mill programs are blue, and then all the evil bad guys are red. It's really cool, like, the suits are kind of, like, they got, like, lights on them and everything. And, like, they just look really cool. Like, I don't know how they filmed this movie in 82. It looks really awesome. <laughs> all right. Yeah, and then they're talking about the users, and then... Uh, yeah, the master controller, this is something that's brought up. It, he takes all the best programs and he leaves all the rest of them uh to be controlled by the users all right so in this game right it's the user versus the computer right and so how that plays out like in the computer world is like just running the mill programs versus like the machine pretty much and so it's like they have one guy who's like an accountant or something like he works for like a he was like a financial program and they just brought him over to the game just so that way he can get beat and it's so the master controller doesn't have to lose any of his men in the game, I suppose. And so they always give him bad programs, just running the mill programs, I guess. <laughs> then we're back in the real world. So we see Jeff Bridges, who plays Flynn. Uh, uh, and uh, yeah, he's our guy. He's working with a program that he calls Clue. And uh, Clue is inside of the game and he's trying to find a certain file for Flynn. Flynn's really trying to find this file because he needs it and that's and so he created clue inside of the game so that way he can get what he needs right and so we have clue searching around and then he gets attacked and there's like these tanks and they're trying to catch clue they're trying to stop him from retrieving files for flint and he's eventually captured and then like he's taken to the master controller and he's tortured you know for information and then, uh, you know, he wants to know who the user is because someone is accessing the game that shouldn't be accessing it. And they're like, all right, who's hacking us? What is this about? Right? They want to know. And so then the master controller says that, you know, he's going to bring in Dillinger. And Dillinger is like the vice president or something of NCOM. So he's like real world person that the master controller is going to. So we have our outside of the world bad guy, and his name is Dillinger. And Dillinger is who Sark is based on. So everybody's got, like, themselves in the real world, and then they also have a program in the game that reflects them, right? Okay, so Dillinger's program is Sark. But anyway, so we're back in the real world, and uh, let's refine out Dillinger. He works for NCOM, and uh, he, con he connects directly with the Master Controller. And uh, Master Controller actually kind of bosses Dillinger around, which is interesting because it's a computer program. 
you know, telling a real person what to do. So that's like really like what? <laughs> and uh, they talk about how they're hiding a file and they know that, you know, someone's trying to get in. They think it's Flint is trying to find the file, right? And then uh, we go downstairs and there's this guy named Alan. And Alan is working on this program that he calls Tron. And Tron is supposed to protect the users from bugs in the system. Because ever since the master control program has been put in, there's been all kinds of bugs, all kinds of problems. And so he's developing this thing called Tron to help get rid of all the bugs and fight for the users, like protect them from, you know, all the glitches and everything, right? And so his name is Alan and, uh, his access is restricted because everybody with level six access has been restricted from the game because, or level seven access, because somebody with level seven access has hacked the game and they don't know who it is. And Alan is told that he needs to go upstairs to see uh, Dillinger. All right. And so he goes up there and Dillinger explains that somebody in group seven, Clarence, has been tinkering with the game. So everyone's been blocked, right? And then uh, this is where Alan tells him about Tron, about the security program he wants to put in the game. And uh, uh, Dillinger explains that all projects on level seven are being uh, halted for the moment. Everything's being paused until they figure out the security problems. And uh, then, you know, he leaves and then Master Controller talking to Dillinger and he's not happy with the program. He's not happy with the Tron idea. Like, he doesn't like it because, you know, he's Master Controller. He wants to control everything. And this thing is trying to take away his power. Then we flash to, we're in a laboratory with two scientists. Uh, the woman's name is Laura and the man is Walter. He's like an older guy. It's actually the grandpa from... Uh, Lost Boys, so that's fun. <laughs> and what they're trying to do is they're trying to take things in the real world and they're trying to digitize them and put them like into the program, right? And so what they're using is like an orange. So they're trying to make this orange happen. Like they, they have these lasers that will rearrange molecules and make it so they're able to digitize something into the program. So it's like this really cool idea and uh, they're able to do it. Like they're actually able to do it. And uh, that's really cool. And then Alan, uh, the programmer from earlier, he comes in and he's talking to Laura and Walter, you know, about what Dillinger's doing, you know. And he says that, uh, you know, Dillinger's taking control of the system and, you know, he's, he's not letting them in and everything. And they can't put Tron into effect because they all want to put Tron into effect, but they can't. And then... Uh, you know, and then he says someone's been hacking into it, and they're like, oh, it's got to be Flynn. Because this is where we find out that Flynn was working at NCOM, and then he was fired from NCOM. And so it's probably Flynn trying to get, you know, his revenge or whatever he's trying to do, right? And so then they decide that they need to go see Flynn, right? They have to go uh, talk to him about what he's doing and why he's doing it, Right? All right, and so they go to Flynn's arcade and they find him playing Space Paranoids, and they're like, he's like shooting these uh, spaceships. I, I I don't know what they were called. I'm sure they called something, but he's like shooting them and destroying them, right? So he's like he's playing you know the game that you know 
front that everyone's playing, right? So it's base paranoids, and uh, so they go upstairs with him, and uh, he explains to them what's going on, right? He's like, "Yeah, I'm totally trying to get in there," you know. He's like, "I'm I'm the one hacking," he's because he was a programmer for Encom, and uh, he was trying to find some files because he claims that he created. The game, Space Paranoids. Like, he created all of it. The light cycles, the disc, like, everything. He created all of it, and Dillinger stole it. And then Dillinger took it to the higher-ups, and, uh, you know, Flynn got fired. Is over all this, right? And so what Flynn says he's looking for with Clue is the evidence. Because there's proof, there's a file that proves that Dillinger did not actually create the game. And so that's what Flynn's trying to do. And uh, what he says is he needs direct access into the system because he can't do it from afar because it's just not working. Like, he doesn't have the juice to get it done. So he needs Alan and Laura to get him into NCOM, to get him into a terminal so he can go handle this. And uh, he says that, you know, Dillinger's up to something big. He doesn't know exactly what it is. And then... Uh, yeah, and this is where he talks about how he stole it, evidence. Sorry, guys, I'm getting a little lost in my notes here. <laughs> um, yeah, and there's, and this is where uh, Alan says that, uh, you know, that if they can get Tron in there, he can shut him down. Like, he can shut down uh, Dillinger and all his plans because, you know, Tron's there to save the game, right? And so uh, Flint, Finn, uh, Flynn says if they can get him in, he can get them level 6 access, access, then they can get Tron on the game, and they can handle everything, right? And then we flash back to Dillinger, who's having an argument with Walter. And then it appears, and I'm not sure if this is like true or what happened, um, I think Walter, it, he's a developer, he's the other scientist, I think... It's implied here, if not said, that he's the one that created NCOM. Like, you know, it's like his company, right? Like, he started it. He's like the guy. And, uh, you know, Dillinger, he, he's saying that, no, NCOM's out of your hands now. You're, like, washed up. You're, like, out of it, right? And so it's like, oh, okay. And uh, now we go downstairs, and Flynn has gotten Alan and uh, Laura into the building. Because they get to a locked door, and Flynn's able to hack past it, right? And then uh, we go back up to Dillinger's office, and he's talking to the Master Controller program. And the Master Controller program is saying that he's going to access the Pentagon's records. You know, He's growing and learning every day. He doesn't need humans anymore. He's just always collecting new information, new data, right? And, uh, you know, Dillinger, he's like, well, you can't do this. And then uh, Master Controller was like... Um, I know where the file is that Flynn's looking for. Uh, you want me to bring this up? And so he's kind of blackmailing Dillinger just to go along with this and let Master Controller do whatever he wants. So he's just absorbing more and more power. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> like, so, like, the bad guy in the game has become, like, the bad guy, like, in real world. Like, he's actually, like, you know, trying to take over the world. Like, it's really a problem. <laughs> All right. And so we're inside now, and uh, Flynn said, tells Alan to get up to his desk because Flynn is going to get Tron into the game, and Alan has to be at his desk. And so Laura takes Flynn to her computer in the lab that she's been working at, 
And uh, she's like, this has direct access to the terminal. She's like, you know, this is where we work with the laser. And so Flynn sits down at the desk. And behind Flynn is the actual laser that they were using to digitize the orange earlier, which becomes important. Um, so Flynn, he starts to get in the system, and right away, Master Controller knows uh, that he's in the system. And, uh, you know, he's like, hey, man, what are you doing over here? And, you know, he's like, I'm going to have to try to stop you. And then uh, Flynn, he keeps typing, keeps trying to plot away at the thing. And uh, Master Controller turns on the laser, and it digitizes Flynn into the game. So now Flynn's in the game, and uh, Master Controller, he gets on the horn, and, uh, you know, he, he tells Sark that he has to, you know, kill Flynn inside of the game. Like, we have to get rid of him. And Sark doesn't want to do it, but he does after Master Controller, you know, he persuades him a little bit. Like, he tortures him a little bit. Like, he does this a couple times, where he tries to take away some of Sark's power, um, you know, by, like, uh, like, absorbing it. I don't know, it kind of looks like he's kind of shocking him, so it's kind of interesting. And so Flynn is taken into a room with other programs, and they tell him, you know, he's a guest of the Master Controller, and he's going to be forced to play the game. So he's going to be in the games, and, uh, you know, Sark, he shows up, and he gives a rah-rah speech. He's like, you know, you know, whoever's good enough, uh, you know, you can join the MPCs, or the MCPs, but, uh, you know, if you're just bad and you don't show any progress, you're going to be stuck being one of these lower programs, you know. Then he hands out these identif identification discs, and he says, don't lose your disc or you will be de-resolutioned. And de-resolutioned is, like, pretty much, like, deleting them from the game. Like, their program no longer exists. Like, they're gone, and there's, they're just, it's just over. <laughs> And, uh, so this is, Flynn's, you know, walking around, and he's being shown around, and he sees Tron, and Tron's down playing a game, and he's, like, beating, like, two dudes. They have this game where they kind of throw the disc at each other, and uh, if you get hit with the disc, you get destroyed, right? And so Tron takes out a couple of dudes, and Flynn's like, who's that? And then they're like, oh, that's Tron. So now Flynn knows where Tron's at, right? This is where Flynn also, he's in, like, the locker room type area, and he's talking to this program called RAM. And RAM uh, used to be like a financial program. <laughs> and so he doesn't even want to be there, which is like a really funny thing. And uh, then they put Flynn in the, to go play a game. And he's playing against another program. Not an MCP, but like an actual another like user-controlled program. And they're playing like this really weird game where I don't know how to describe it. If you ever played, like, this thing with, like, I don't know, like, like scoops, right? It's, like, these little plastic, like, scoop-type things, and there's, like, a little wiffle ball, and you kind of throw it back and forth to each other. They're playing with something similar to that, but uh, they, they're they playing... It's almost, like, kind of, like, Tennis Incorporated, because they're throwing this ball at each other, and the point is, you're on this platform, and it's, like, these different circles, right? And if the ball hits one of the circles, the circle disappears. And so the object of the game is to knock all of the other person's platforms away. Well, Flynn's able to do this, right? And uh, the program he's playing is, like, hanging on there. And Sark tells Flynn to finish it, and he won't. And so Sark kills the guy anyway. And then, you know, Flynn's, Flynn's upset. And then, uh, you know, they take Flynn back 
to like the locker room type area or whatever. And this is where Flynn meets Tron, and uh, he finds out Tron is controlled by Alan, which you know we know. And uh, now Flynn, Tron, and Ram they have to go to the light cycle grid, and they're put on a team together, and they're going against the uh, MCPs. And at one point, Flynn is able to create like a hole in the wall, right? And uh, because they crash one of the MCPs into it. And so there's like this gash. And Tron, uh, Ram, and Flynn are able to get off the light cycle course into like the game. So they're out of their arena. And now they're just floating through the program. Right? And then this big chase ensues. They try to catch up to them. And... You know, there's the uh, airships coming after them, and then there's tanks even coming after them. And uh, our heroes are able to get away. And, uh, you know, they're trying to find them. Sork is upset. And Flynn and Tron want to go after the Master Controller. That's their plan, is they have to get to the Master Control, shut them down, they're going to beat the Master Control. And Tron says he needs Alan to get them to the MCP, right? So he has to get in touch with Alan because Alan will tell them what to do and then you know then it's just them trying to get there right and so they find this like water source which they say is actually power and it's like straight from the source and so I think this gives them strength and then Tron leads them uh, he's trying to find an input output terminal to talk to Alan well while they're getting over there Ram and Flynn they're hit but not killed like their light cycles are destroyed by a tank. And uh, Tron, he just continues on his mission, right? And so now Flynn and Ram are left to fend for themselves. Uh, they're hiding out in like just a little area. They're resting. And this is where Flynn discovers, you know, that he can control the environment. Like he can do things, he can build things. Like he can like manipulate the program so he can do things. It's really actually kind of cool. And then, um, this is where Ram figures out that Flynn is actually a user. And then, uh, you know, it, it comforts Ram as he dies, you know, because he's, like, all about the user. He's like, yeah. And so he's proud that, you know, users actually, like, doing all this stuff, right? And then, uh, so Flynn, he goes to help Tron. So he's trying to make it to the, uh, to, like, the, Im like, the, uh, <laughs> I forgot the words, man. <laughs> he's trying to make it to a terminal, right? So he's trying to catch back up with Tron. And Tron's still going, and uh, Flynn, he makes one of those, like, flying ships, but it's, like, blue because he's controlling it. And so he's inside of that. He's having a hard time driving it, and it makes, you know, kind of some comedy moments. And then we see that Tron makes it into the control center, and he meets up with uh, Laura's character, Yori, I think is what her name is. And, uh... They, they, uh, yeah. It meets up with, with Yori. All right. And, uh, she takes Tron, uh, you know, to go see the Guardian, who is, uh, Dumont, who is Walter's character, right? So that way they can get access to go talk to, um, Alan, so that we can figure out how to beat the Master Controller. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, like, struggling today. I'm doing a bad job. <laughs> this might not be my best work, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, and so they're going to go to talk to Dumont. And uh, Flynn's kind of, you know, running around. 
and uh, yeah, they they're able to talk to my into it, and then he gets a pass, and so then Tron he talks to Alan because he gives his disc up, and it flows on this like light stream, which I assume is just information. And Alan says they have to get the disc inside of the master controller. That's what they have to do. They get inside the master controller, it'll shut down the system, and then Tron will take over. Like, they, they, they will win. So it's that simple, right? Just get this disc into the master controller. But Sark shows up, and uh, he's very mad that all this is happening. And so, uh, you know, they're able to escape on this, like, kind of ship thing. And then, uh, and then all the while, like, Flynn, he catches up to them, but, uh, he can't get to them. Like, he, uh, gets confronted by some guards, and then his colors turn red, I believe, is what happens. And so when, uh, um, <laughs> Yori and Tron, they get on this ship, they're fighting off guards, and one of the guards is Flynn, and, uh, Tron knocks him off of the off the ship, and uh, and uh, Flynn is like hanging on because Tron doesn't know it's Flynn, and so then he does find out that it's Flynn, and then he helps him up, right? And so then now, so Tron, Flynn, and um, Yori, they're making their way to the master controller, and they're being followed by Sark in his big ship, and Sark has taken Dumont as a prisoner because he's gonna. Uh, change him. He's taking a couple other religious people, right, that uh, you know, praise the user, and he's gonna convert them into being, you know, for the master controller. And so we get, like, this little race going on to make it back to the master controller. And there's all kinds of obstacles, like there's some, uh, you know, assault vehicle things that are on the same line as the as uh, Tron and Flynn, and so Flynn is able to direct the laser differently, and so then they get onto another track and uh, all kinds of stuff. This is stuff I can't really explain well because I don't really know like the specs or whatever some of these things are actually supposed to be called. <laughs> I guess it doesn't matter. Anyway, so Sark's ship eventually catches up with them, and he destroys their ship, and he captures Flynn and Yari, right? Yori. <laughs> Yori? Yeah. And Tron's nowhere to be seen, so Tron is assumed dead, right? And so Sark says that he's going to take Dumont and the other religious leaders, and then he's going to de-resolution his own ship. And so Sark gets on, like, this little ship, and it detaches from the main ship. And Tron's not dead, and he's able to get onto the little ship, and that little ship goes straight to the master control. And so then we have Flynn and Yori... And the ship's starting to de-resolute, and uh, they're trying to figure out how to make it not happen. And they're able to stop it, and so they're flying into the master control. Meanwhile, Sark is walking to the master control thing, and uh, it's discovered that Tron is alive. And uh, Tron and Sark, they start to fight with the disc, and uh, Tron is able to defeat Sark. He, he hits him in the head, he destroys his disc, right? Well, the Master Control sees this, and uh, he gives Sark more power. So Sark grows, and he's huge, and he's trying to attack and kill Tron. Well, Flynn and uh, Yari see this, 
and Flynn decides that he's going to jump into the energy beam uh, that is the Master Controller. Because the Master Controller is this big red beam. It reaches all the way to the sky. And so Flynn's big idea is he's going to jump into the Master Controller to give Tron a window to be able to throw the disc into the Master Controller. Okay. So Flynn jumps, and it creates a little bit of a window. Tron's able to throw the disc, and it blows up the Master Controller, right? Uh... Uh, Sark, he just he just disappears, and the day is won. They did it. They destroyed the master controller, and everybody wins. Everyone's happy. Um, Flynn is uh, re, or he goes back to real life. He's undigitized, and uh, he has a little printout, and it's the evidence. And so he's he's got his evidence to prove that Dillinger, you know, did this, and Dillinger finds out at his mainframe computer. And so he's just like defeated. And that's, uh, we get one more shot of uh, Alan and Laura. They're going upstairs to the helicopter pad. And they're like, oh, our new boss is arriving. And it's Flynn. He gets out of the helicopter. So Flynn is taking over NCOM. And everything ends happy. So everybody wins. They get rid of the master controller. They get rid of Dillinger. Now Tron is there to protect the game and protect the users. And everything's fine. Flynn's in charge of the company. And that's Tron. Very convoluted, and I'm sure I mushed mouth this. <laughs> um, but yeah, Tron's really awesome. Uh, I, I highly suggest it. If you uh, if you can find it, awesome. Um, it's on Disney Plus. You know, again, not to be a plug or a corporate show. I don't want to be that guy, but you know, that's where I found it because this movie's like not easy to find. So there, it's there. And they also have the sequel, Tron Legacy, which is awesome. I highly recommend Tron Legacy. Especially if you like Tron, you'll like the sequel. But uh, yeah, I, I really like the sequel too. Tron's just awesome. And if we get a Tron 3, I'm just going to be so tickled. I like uh, I like Tron. Big fan. The, the, it all looks really cool. It's a fun time. Um, anyway, so that's Zach's Corner, such as it is this week. Um, I don't know. I feel like I kind of rushed it, kind of boofed it. I'm not sure if this is going to be a good episode or a bad episode. But... As always, you know, I'm honest to the process, so we have what we have. Right, kids? <laughs> um, all right. We got to do the Facebook thing. Uh, find us on Facebook. You know, you log in Facebook, and you go to your little search bar, and you type in at DTZ, the pod people, and we'll get you right to our Facebook page, and you can comment on this episode. You can send us a message. You can send us an email because, you know, Zach's Corner is our show. I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear what movies you want me to do. What movies you're interested in hearing. You know, I mean, like, it's 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 for us. So just let me know, man. I love you guys. You know, we're trying to make the best content I possibly can. For you guys. You know what I mean? There we go. All right. This has been Zach's Corner. You guys take care of yourselves. I will talk to you soon. Bye.